You heard you could save big when you bundle home and auto with Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw a link for a survey about which type of bread you are. And now you're on question 17, barely scratching the surface of your bread identity. You always thought of yourself as a brioche, but are you actually more of a pumpernickel? Ah, yes. They said it was easy to save money bundling with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Okay, so it's even Stevens now, you know, I mean, two here, two there, we're all, you know, on the same page now. Now it's Mano versus Mano, Mano a Mano, Mano ya na Mano. We are the best when it comes to Formula 1, the Inside Line F1 podcast is here. Kunal Shah is looking at me, Rishi Kapoor, with a very uh, surprised look. What am I trying to say with Mano a Mano? Well, actually, I know it is Spanish and it's a Steve Slater quote <laughs> that we've heard so many years on now television. Now we won't be hearing him anytime soon because we'll be replacing him. <laughs> But you know what, Rishi? I disagree with you. It is no longer man versus man. It is still machine versus machine. <laughs> it is still the battle of the reliability gremlins. So, I am going to here bring out the point that we are trying to make. What I am trying to say is, uh, Nico Rosberg has had two reliability issues that affected his race and didn't give him points. Uh, Lewis Hamilton also has had two reliability issues that haven't given him points. Let, and let me correct you. He's got three. Yes, I know you'll be counting Hungary also, but what happened in Hungary is, when he lost out in qualifying, Nico Rosberg lost out in the safety car and actually Hamilton benefited out of that and uh, ended up being second and Nico was third. So, well, not actually a problem, problem. So, here's the deal. They both had bad luck. They both had machines feeling each other and for the first time, Hamilton is leading uh, the championship since, I don't know, Bahrain or something. Yeah, absolutely. He's leading and, you know, Rishi, to a lot of people on social media, a lot of fans, Mm -hmm. it seems like he's a natural heir to Sebastian Vettel's crown this year. Do you feel so as well? Uh, You know, what I'm seeing right now is for some reason, and I don't know why, in my heart and my heart, I feel Mercedes is getting behind him and they want him to win, which is just a little unfair because Nico, I believe, is equally talented and he's really good. Yeah, well, I feel the same, but it's, it's very difficult to validate this claim. It is far more emotional a claim that you and I have. Mm-hmm. Nothing that we have against Lewis, but it's just that Rosberg is finally shining in a car that he's got. And we want to see him shine as well. And it's it's a brilliant battle and I really hope reliability doesn't decide this year's championship, Rishi. Which also makes Mercedes a very lucky team because, well... Yes, the reliability has been against them. But if they didn't have the pace advantage in Singapore, they wouldn't have won because... Uh, I believe they weren't thinking before charting strategy for Lewis Hamilton. They made it even tougher. Why didn't they pit him behind the safety car? Yeah, you know, you raise a very good point about A, their strategy, B, them being lucky. And C, a point that I will add is Lewis actually showed us his talent again in Singapore. Not that you and I forgot how well he, well a driver he is, mm-hmm. but the fact that he could manage to climb those 25, 27 odd seconds to beat the Red Bulls and make another stop showed his brilliance. But yes, Mercedes is damn lucky this season. Very lucky. They've made a good car. They've spent a lot of money. And that's why they're in the lead in the championship. Apart from the bad luck, there's a little technical question here. Now, I know what happened to Rosberg. You know what happened to Rosberg. But not a lot of media is actually talking about what happened to Rosberg. Well, he couldn't select gears 
on his liking gears were shifting jumping uh, wasn't getting drive cleanly he had to be dropped out of the pit box just to make the clutch engage etc etc what exactly happened you're my technical man you're going to just break it down for me so i'm very glad you brought this up rishi because it also now connects back into the radio ban so to say that you know the fi is wanting to clamp down mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. Uh, this the cars this year are very very technical yes everything is very electrically driven mm-hmm. so while there are mechanical actuators at work it is still driven by an electrical impulse mm-hmm. and that's actually what suffered on Nico Rosberg's car so there is a cord basically along with the steering wheel which connects to the heart of the system yes. it's called the control systems engine and there are very varied terms to it yes. and that cord basically had an issue mm-hmm. okay and the electrical impulses i believe that were being sent from the steering wheel to the various mechanical parts mm-hmm. was faulty which is why we saw him jump double gears which is why he didn't have, he didn't have drs working and we believe also the 160 horsepower from ers mm-hmm. wasn't available to him my friend kunal likes to call that cord the umbilical cord of the formula 1 car <laughs> and i really like the fancy term but you know because you're a doctor even more so yay yay to that we're educated <laughs> okay but you know uh, i like to know the spinal cord of of ferrari and uh, red bull and was their pit strategy right also you know when they pit each other did ferrari do the wrong thing by pitting alonso and kimi extra uh, you know there's a little uh, math over here that i'm not able to understand that match will be difficult to break down because there was a safety car period which Correct. you and i both agreed that it was wasn't it a little too long rishi eight laps i mean they have to come up with a solution to the whole let the lapped cars now just overtake and pass and it just takes too much time it, it was unnecessary and you know what to think of it it was sergio perez who actually just lost a front wing it wasn't two cars colliding and throwing shards of carbon fiber all over the place to me eight laps would have actually made the race far more interesting because We, you saw what happened to Valtteri Bottas. Mm-hmm. That could have very well happened to the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. They would have probably gone over the cliff with their tires. Correct. And we would have had more pit stops needed, and that possibly could have made the race more interesting. So you know what, Kunal, I'm going to slightly disagree here, and I'll tell you why. Uh, my view of the safety car is uh, is as such. By losing Nico, we'd lost any competition to Lewis Hamilton during the race. This would have been a very run-of-the-mill race for Lewis. He just runs away, conserves his car, and and has a nice time winning. But what happened with the with the wrong or mismatch strategy that Mercedes came up with? Lewis had to work hard and come up with those two and a half seconds per lap faster than anyone else laps. So you know we got some nice racing and an overtaking maneuver on Vettel from Lewis. So well, it did spice it up, but I still think it could have been avoided. Yes. Yes, it added to the entertainment factor, Rishi, mm-hmm. and you are the entertainer here. <laughs> the entertainment also was provided by Fernando Alonso right at the start of the race. I thought he was a little cheeky here when you know he outbraked and went off, and he gained a, <laughs> quite a lot of ground, and he only gave one position back. A lot of people have been asking me this question: Did he need to give the race back to Ricciardo as well? Because ah, uh, I think he should have. Well, this is the reason why he's known to be the most complete driver on the grid. <laughs> he's fast and he's cheeky and he's cunning. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? The FIA saw no wrong in it themselves. So let's exonerate him. I'm very glad that he drove a race as well as he did. Yes. But I don't know if he's still going to drive a Scarlett Ferrari next year, Rishi. Yes, because the an insider gives me an information that Honda is ready to pay 30 million to Ferrari, and this is just a rumor. and heard at the at the back door that honda is right to pay ferrari a lot of money to break alonso's contract and well ferrari they don't need the money need an alonso and need an alonso driving like that because well their cars let's not talk about it yes but do you really think he's going to move rishi do you think an alonso should go i'm getting a feeling he might just move to a honda not to a mclaren more so 
and then suddenly Ferrari will have the right car. I don't know why I think this is going to happen. But let me also put this in perspective. There is a Honda coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's also remember they don't have a good car this year. They are engaged in a battle for fifth and sixth position with Sahara Force India, mm-hmm. and they are currently behind. the Sahara Force India team. So we have the iconic McLaren yes which is being beaten by one of the best midfield teams we've seen in the last 4 5 years. Look at Checo, he's looking so awesome and he's and he's showing the door to to Nico Hulkenberg who a lot of people believe to be championship material. So this is a good mix they have. A young, nice, talented, enthusiastic mix. Absolutely. And you know, if you see what Sergio Perez has done in the last couple of races, mm-hmm. he's actually taken the fight to McLaren. Mm-hmm. We saw him battle with Jensen Button in Monza, very very good battle. Yes. And he did a fantastic last lap. I believe in some last 3 4 laps mm-hmm. he made some seven positions. Yes. And he beat uh, Kimi Raikkonen and he got some really good points for Sahara Force India. Yes, yes. Another man who was young, who was enthusiastic and was Quite literally lighting up the track was John Eric Vern. John Eric Vern has literally come around and said, "If I was in Ricciardo's position, I would look just as good." And well, he was looking good on the track in spite of having a five-second penalty. He made up all those places, had the pace in the tires, and uh, well, he was on fire. He absolutely was on fire. But Rishi, has the fire come a little too late in his Formula One career? That was the question. that I really wanted to ask you on tonight's podcast. Yes, and he might just be safe because if we are looking at three car teams next year, he might just have a seat or two, you know, where he's the third driver probably in a Red Bull or a, or a McLaren or uh, even a Force India F1 if they can afford the car. I hope so. I mean, I would hope to see three car teams mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we don't want to see less than 20 cars on the grid. Yes. And at the same time, we wouldn't want to lose talented drivers like Jean-Éric Vern. just because red bull racing thought he wasn't as good i mean we saw what happened to sebastian buemi and jaime algorsari mm-hmm. this is something we spoke last uh, episode about daniel kivat as well yes and max verstappen so three car teams i'm all game for it rishi what about you i would love to see uh, three mercedes battle one rosberg two hamilton and three alonso so <laughs> <laughs> well you've alonso. been fantasizing about this <laughs> since a week now <laughs> So three drivers in Ferrari who would you like to see Okay I, I'm sure uh, Bianchi is going to get in somewhere because they there is they they he's their prodigy uh well uh, I would like to see Hulkenberg in a top team I would love to see you can't take Kimi Raikkonen out of Ferrari that guy is nowhere to go now <laughs> Yes except except to an ice cream shop <laughs> <laughs> Well F1 rumors are lighting up the circuit the paddock again huge rumor the alonso mclaren marriage remarriage if i may call it that way uh it's still a rumor but it's gaining a lot of momentum it's just baking up slowly and steadily you know only time will say because you know these rumors if they come post italy or post singapore they can be quite surprising yeah, so we end. should actually look out for a surprise in next year's grid all right then whatever the surprise is it will be dissected here on the inside line f1 podcast by kunal shah and rishi kapoor we just talk f1 because Well, we talk it a better, a little better than a lot of other people. <laughs> And we add the missing humor in the sport. Oh yes, no noise, we make it. <laughs> Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh sure. Hmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. 
like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.